Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Hello, and welcome back to our series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians with Campus Collective. I am your host, Andrew O'Callaghan, and I am here again with Tyler Corbin. Tyler, what do you have to share with us from God's Word? So today we're going to be looking at truth number 13, which is that Jesus is the beginning. So um, again, that comes from Colossians 1, verses 18. So I'm just going to read what, we, what I've been going through so far, which is 17 and 18. So it says, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning. And then that verse continues a little bit, but we're going to be focusing on that first part of verse 18 that says Jesus is the beginning. So my initial thoughts um, in looking at this truth in Colossians 1.18 is that it's only four words. So I was thinking <laughs> this might be difficult to unpack, but there's so much that is packed into what it implies. Yes. Um, like when I read something in scripture that references back to the beginning, my mind immediately goes back to Genesis 1 1, where it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So, and I'm probably not the only person that thinks that way, but for me, it's not been until the last few years of my life that I've been seeing that Jesus was active and doing things before he was born in Bethlehem as a baby. And so, like, not just that he existed before then, but realizing that it was actually by him that all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. And that everything was created through him and for him. As we look, if we look back in Colossians at verse 16, it talks about that kind of stuff. And so that blows my mind because I didn't doubt or question that Jesus has always existed, but I'd always just thought that God the Father was solely active during creation. And so um, these fascinating truths that we're looking at are just um, really crazy to me. But it's not just here that we're seeing that. There's plenty of other references outside of Colossians that talk about this. So um, one that I want to look at is John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, where it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And then also I want to look at 1 John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, that says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the Word of life, the life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testify to it and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. And so if I'm trying to think about application for that um, and looking at how Jesus was already present as the Son of God before mm. space, time, and matter ever even existed, um, that just blows my mind. And that he was not just there when those things came into existence either. He was actually the one who authored them. And Jesus was not just the author of all creation, but he is also the one who stepped into his own creation to save it from sin. Mm. And so if we look at John chapter 1 again, but verses 9 through 11, it tells us what happened when he showed up. It says, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. Mm. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. So the Creator came to restore his own creation and was killed on a cross by the very people that he came to save. And so um, I guess it's where it's good to say that the good news of the gospel came in yeah. because uh, Jesus is not only the beginning but also the end. 
Because three days after his death, Jesus resurrected from the dead. And as John 1 verse 12 says, To all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And praise God that this is still true for us today. Um, And just as Jesus existed before creation, he's going to continue to exist when this earth passes away. He's never going to die again. And in Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 through 18, John writes, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Um, so Jesus has always been and forever will be, and Jesus tells us that himself in Revelation 1.8, where he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. It's our truth that Jesus is the beginning, um, the person through whom and for whom all things now have being. Um, just has so much more than, than I expected when just looking at those four words and seeing that that he's the point of origin of all things. And, and one day he's also going to create again. He's going to create a new heavens and a new earth for us to dwell with him forever. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, as I'm meditating on that truth, that's just, I guess, what came to my mind. Yeah, and I, I love what you did there, even in unpacking that, because when you read He is the Beginning, you took us back to the beginning of Scripture. You read Genesis 1-1, and towards the end there, you brought us to Revelation, the end of the compiled Scriptures. Uh, and it prophesies of what? It prophesies of the end of things as we currently know it and the transformation into things as we will forevermore know it. And so, in a sense, we have in the Bible, and I hope people know this, and I, but I, th- I think a lot of people don't know this, that Christ is the essential thing that binds Scripture together. These are individual books compiled over a large period of time. Uh, from different people, different authors, and so forth and so on, and yet they are bound together, not, not of course by you know the Bible cover primarily, but by Christ, <laughs> that he from Genesis 1-1 was active, and he was himself the thing through which, or the one through which, all things were created. And even through Genesis, through Exodus, all the way through the Old Testament, through the New Testament, up until Revelation, he is the building block upon which the Scriptures are built. And so I love what you did there, even in your meditation, you brought us all the way from Genesis, clear through Revelation. Christ truly is the beginning. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate you coming on here and sharing these things with us. Uh, Again, uh, I hope you will tune in with us tomorrow as we continue through our meditations in Colossians.